Welcome to 141 Studio. This is the Coffee House. I am Ryan Whiting. And, and I'm, I'm Paul Cushing. <laughs> and he's Paul Cushing. And uh, we're going to be talking about Group C and Group D today because we didn't quite get to them last time. We all remember compact discs, right? CDs? <laughs> Uh, I, there are going to be a significant portion of people who do not remember CDs. Oh, what? I mean, everyone's, um, how about, like, I guess DVDs, like, they've seen discs, that's technically a compact disc. Anyone under the age of 10 maybe has never seen a DVD. I mean, they've never seen, like, a proper soccer player either, right? Well, I mean, maybe. Well, I, is this going to be a conversation about Maradona? CDs? No, we're talking about Bonds now. Talking about bonds? Yeah, CDs, bonds. They're bonds. CDs are bonds now. Oh, yeah, cash deposits. Yeah, cash deposits. Yeah, we're talking about bonds now. Paul is moving too quick for me right now. You should <laughs> see the look on my face. He's just, like, jumping from, from like, spot to spot, and I cannot keep up. We're, um, yeah, we're going to get into, yeah, I mean, I guess we're talking about my players with uh, Mr. Messi and Lewandowski, and I, we're... I mean, we're, we're talking about money players when we talk Group C. That's true. There's some some ballers, <laughs> shot callers. Yeah, we got we got some ballers on this uh, in this one. At um, least one of them wishes he was a little bit taller. And, yeah, and we got, and we got Group D too, which also has a bunch of ballers too. I mean, that's a well, it's it's got a team full of ballers. It's got a team. Well, and Denmark, you know, Denmark's a, it's got some ballers too. Yeah, Denmark's pretty good. Denmark's uh, they got right. they got Billings who plays for Billings. They yeah, Billings. Uh, they've got Ericsson and Damsgaard, and like they've got a bunch of dudes that could play. Odegaard play for that team? No, no, he's a he's a Norwegian. He oh, would be very upset with you. Yeah, well, what's the what's the joke? Norway is a Norwegian is a silly language for silly people. I, I don't know. It's a, it's wow. a wow. No, wow. that's a Brooklyn Nine Nine joke. That's a Brooklyn Nine Nine joke. It is. Yeah. Oh. It might be Swedish. I don't know. They're all the same. They're, oh, because they no, it might be Swedish because they have that. They have those episodes with the Swedes. Yeah, I, th- I think Swedish, or maybe no, the like Swedes are from... saying that about Norwegian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. that's like Anders from uh, what's his called from Workaholics, right? He's the guy. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> the fact that I remember that for some, you know, the things that you remember in this life. Of course, it could be much more valuable information in my brain. But at this point, we need to know that Andrews from Workaholics was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Can't remember uh, my loved one's birthdays. I can remember this. Yeah. Also, we're three minutes in and we've entirely lost the plot what? already. <laughs> what are loved ones? Uh, anyway. So, uh, uh, so, so Group C, before we get any more lost. All right, Group C. So we have Argentina, Mexico, the Saudi Arabian nation, and what's Poland, which I am Polish. I believe Poland is just Poland. Are they the Republic of Poland? No, they're just Poland. It's they're the, just Poland? The beautiful country, Poland. Everything is affordable. Uh, it's a beautiful place. <laughs> yeah, nice place. Nice place. I mean, a lot of tough history, but a beautiful uh, place. Yeah, being one of the cross crossroads of the world will do that to you. Do you, so you think it's just a crossroad, the country? No, I mean, but like Russia's right there, Sweden's right there, Germany's right there. That's fair enough, yeah. yeah, they've, I mean, they get in, were historically invaded a lot. Yes. Well, it's, yeah, it's Prussia and all of that. Yeah, yeah, Prussia, Prussia, because Germany wasn't a thing until like the 1900s. You had Prussia and Austria. Yeah, the Hungarian, Austro-Hungarian Empire. Yeah. Look at us do history. The Holy Roman Empire was a thing. Yeah, they were in Prussia too, a little bit. 
Something about Jagalions. Jagalions? Yeah, that was their king in like the 1400s. Well, one of their kings in like the 1400s. Oh, not Charlemagne? No, Charlemagne. in the 700s. Yeah, Charlemagne's like before recorded human history. I say lying to you. But yeah, like you're that's definitely lying. It's that's like, like 700s or 800s. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 pre 1000. But I'm pretty sure he was like a rapper. <laughs> If, if you can't hear me sigh deeply, understand I'm sighing deeply. <laughs> so let's start with Poland then. We're going to start with Poland. What, yeah, why not? Okay. They're not going to be worst in the group. They're not going to be best in the group. They're going to, well, maybe they're going to be best in the group. Mm, no. Well, they have maybe the best player on earth at the moment. Mm, no. <laughs> He's not. He's not the best player. He's very good right now. He's not. There is a player in, that is not at the World Cup who is the best player on earth right now. Oh, you're talking about the uh, he's the Terminator. Swedish Norwegian. He's Norwegian. The Norwegian <laughs> murder machine himself. He's the Terminator. That's yeah. what he reminds me of. Like he's not. He is not human. No. Did, he, did anyone see the goal that he scored uh, a couple weeks ago? Outside of the foot, like he jumped like 15 feet in the air and like <laughs> right. knocked it down into the back of the net. And you're like. It There's was like some animation. Yeah, you're like, no one's doing that. No one's doing that. <laughs> right. You should not be that big and able to do that. They, if he stays healthy, like legitimately, if he does stay healthy throughout the whole season, they will win the Champions League. Yeah. And I, the thing is, is the Premier League, they are still definitely the favorites. They're like, yeah. right, they're right, obviously right there. Um, I do think it, it, the Premier League will be more, could be more difficult in a way, but I think they're going to, they, they, if he's healthy, they will win the Champions League because no one is going to be able to stop him consistently enough or, or that team consistently enough in attack. They're just on a whole different level. Shame he's not at the World Cup. I mean, what a... Anyway, we're, we we digress. We're talking about Lewandowski and how like he is a special player. And that Poland team is actually pretty good. They've got some pieces there. Um, a lot they get a lot of players in the Premier League or have been former Premier League players. They have a really good starting keeper. I actually have a good set of keepers because they've got Fabianski who plays at West Ham and uh, Chesney who plays at Juventus, both former Arsenal keepers. Yep. Wow. Uh, <laughs> weird. Weird. Um, now, Chesney is pretty good, right? He's good he's definitely like top 15 keeper in the world or was yeah. or I mean, you start at Juventus you're you're definitely one of the better keepers on the planet right um he could have been the Arsenal keeper for a very long time I just think incidents chains change everything with him yeah well Buffon retired yeah well Buffon he was there with Buffon he backed up Buffon for okay. three or two or three years it was more of um he was at Arsenal. He started at like 17. It was actually pretty good, but he had a falling out with Arsene Wenger and then they sent him away. Ah. And so, and then they bought Peter Cech in the process. And so that kind of ended everything. Like, oh, I remember that. And Cech was, was okay. He was good. No, he yeah. was good for the time he was there. He just, yeah. you know, like, I just remember there was career. a little controversy where they were like, maybe we should just play the kid. Like he's pretty well, good. Well, he was, he had already started for a couple of years and, but the thing was, as things had fallen apart, and he had lost a little bit of his confidence, and then he was caught smoking in the in the shower and all that. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole fucking there was a whole bunch of stuff there. Gotcha. That happened, gotcha. so things fell apart. Um. Anyway, um, so at the top they have a world class player. At the back they have a world class player. Close to world class player. I don't know if he is world class goalkeeper. He's close. He's like right. He's like right below that level. He's okay. Excellent. Very very good. But world class. Well, how many world class keepers do you do you have? There's like three or four. Okay, all right. So you you just have a really really high bar on that. There's like yeah, there's a maybe there's seven. 
but there's only there's it's very few uh, gotcha who can do all of it and he can't i don't i don't think he can do all of it so anyway moving on so where so where is poland going to going to lose games uh defensively their defense isn't going to be up to the task i don't think they're gonna uh, they're not as great defensively as i would say that they are moving forward i think they're a better attacking team than they are defending team uh, with Lewandowski, it would be very hard to to not be. But there's a there could be a service issue. Like I don't know how they are on the wings, like who they have on the wings and like those type of players. They have plenty of strikers because even if Lewandowski gets hurt, they've got a uh, Buxa who is a revolution who has a revolution player plays in I think he plays in Holland or somewhere now. Oh, he's he's the big blonde, right? Yeah, he's plays. I think he plays yeah. for RC Twente in the Netherlands. And then there's a couple other guys that they have that are strikers who are actually. Uh, they got Piatek and there's another guy too like they're all like good strikers like that would if you put them in other countries they would start for their country which is just kind of weird it's like they produce really good strikers all of a sudden yeah I mean it so there's a theory that when you have someone who is like a pure genius at something everyone around them gets better essentially just by kind of seeing what that guy does mm-hmm. like there are things you can learn from just watching someone who is great at something right being around that person along a lot I've always heard it likened to the Seattle music scene right like it all popped off because they kind of all got together and everybody was kind of good and then you had a uh, Kurt Cobain and you just like everybody was trying to all be at that level I mean yeah Chris Cornell that like Soundgarden were excellent and like uh quick digression Allison you, Chains. are you a nirvana guy or are you a soundgarden guy because that was a big both. i love them both i just want to i mean chris cornell was also brilliant too like yeah. that band was also very very good i just i don't want to i'm not saying that nirvana wasn't they created a whole movement and soundgarden was part of that in a way it was a part of that movement but i feel like they were just as brilliant in a way in their own way yeah. yeah. Oh, certainly different, but equally equally yeah. brilliant. They're yeah. They, they definitely yeah. They definitely did their thing too. They definitely like they they went their own paths and did their own thing. And it's very special. They're both very special. Uh, anyway, back to your so, Lewandowski um, thing because that's important to bring up because he is a very special player. He's a generational type of player, and I don't think anyone expected him to be to be this type of like. He didn't Just start out this production monster. Like he was, yeah. a, he was a really, really good player even when he was young. When he was like 18, 19, 20. And he was playing at Dortmund and he was scoring goals. But he got to Bayern and he played under Pep, and Pep turned him into a freak of nature. And the Bayern's, you know, their laboratory, whatever they do with <laughs> players, is ridiculous. They build, they build them up. They do. I don't know what they do, but he is now even like he looks like he could play for another three or four years and be really really good for those three or four years like he may Problem. drop a little bit but not much because he's not a guy who really needs to run a ton that's true uh problem with getting kind of into your mid to late 30s which i'm sure you know is all, all it takes is one injury and all of a sudden you're you're not the same guy anymore what do you mean i mean you tear up your knee at this age and it gets it it's a lot worse than no if you're 20 way, no way. <laughs> No way, no way, no way. My Achilles and my plantars and all that stuff say absolutely not. We're doing great. We're, we're doing we're fine. great. Everything hurts, but we're doing Every, great. Everything's okay. Everything's broken, but we're doing great. Right. Stop, stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. <laughs> Everything's cool. Just let me live my life. 
Um, yeah, he's he's a special. He's just he's also doesn't get hurt either, which just tells me he True. knows where to be all the time. And he doesn't put himself in dangerous situations. And I, I don't think I've ever seen him really get clattered or have a clash. He's yeah, not often. He just knows yeah. he knows to take his chances the way he does, and I think he's a very smart player. Yeah, like it's too often like there are players who just are trying to throw themselves around because they think they need to do. But in reality, you just get to your spot intelligently, and you'll you know you'll get results eventually. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. I would say Poland's going to be second in the group. Mm, there's a possibility. I mean, it's Mexico or Poland. I think those are the two. That was actually going to be my question. I was leading to this. This was this was good. Do you think when they play each other, you think that's the game of the group? Uh yeah, probably. I think Argentina is just going to be the out and out favorites to get out. We'll talk about them later, but they're just they're better than everyone else in this group. I think it's going to be down to Mexico and Poland. Mm. Well, yeah, and yeah, I think Argentina is better than everyone in the group. You're right. I think they have all the solidity they need now. They were kind of going through this weird period of not having the right kind of players, and they and then all of a sudden things start to pop out, and you get Emmy Martinez, and you get some defenders, and all of a sudden like they start winning every. Everything, winning tons and tons of games on the trot. Talking about Argentina, right? Yeah, they just start winning everything, and they won the Copa America, which is a big deal. They won the, you know, and you've got att- you got plenty of attackers. Attacking is not going to be your issue. You have Lautaro Martinez. You've got you've got Messi. You've got the Di Maria still. There's plenty of guys who can still run it. For Who's the Paulo Dybala as well? I was going to ask: Is Dybala going to be on the squad? Well, maybe I don't know. We'll see. Because he he historically has been on the outs with the Argentine national team yeah i mean we'll see there i think he will maybe be there but he may not be there the thing is is Argentina is loaded in those areas they don't necessarily need to which is a crazy thing to say <laughs> right he's great we don't need him we don't need him um <laughs> they've got good since uh decent midfielders and decent defenders for the most part i think they're gonna be all right and even if he's aging, they do have a guy who can make magic. Talking about Lionel Messi. Oh, Messi. Mr. Messi. Yeah, of course. He's still a freak. Like, he's still a freak. Even at his age, he's, like, still producing. And he's, score- like, scoring and assisting goals. Like, he scored a goal this past weekend for the uh, for PSG against Lyon. He won-, he won it within, like, five minutes. Yeah. And he was just really good for them last week. A Lionel in winter. He is not the same guy he was when he was in his 20s or even his early 30s, but he's still, what, one of the five best players on earth? I know, he's definitely, he may still, yeah, I mean, he's still great. Like, people, like, he could have his, like, swan song World Cup moment like um, Zidane did in 2006. Maybe he, hopefully he doesn't headbutt an Italian (laughs) in the process. Oh, wait, he can't. Yeah, they're not there. (laughs) <laughs> no no Italians talking about a one of the ten greatest players of all time's sister. I know, right? I was gonna say <laughs> they they've just missed the second World Cup in a row now too. Yeah. Just sort of wild considering I mean they won the Euros. They won the Euros. Yeah, so they don't make a World Cup, win the Euros, and then yeah. don't go to the World Cup again. They right. get to the playoffs and they lose to North Macedonia. I mean, who does that? Yeah. The Italians do. Right, you can't do that. That's it was the great Italian job. <laughs> right. North Macedonia pulled off. An Italian job. Too bad, too, because they had mm, too bad. Yeah, I I love a lot of players on that Italian team. I'm I'm ride or die for Sandro Tonali at this point. That's understandable. I mean, they're very good. I mean, it's still amazing that they couldn't get out. That's yeah. just funny. Yeah. Anyway. But so you were talking about having his World Cup moment. Argentina under Lionel Messi has has never won the World Cup, and 
No, he's made it to a final. He's made it to a semifinal, I believe. I mean, he's made it deep a couple times, times. And um, just hasn't finished it off. Yeah. Is it his fault? I don't know. Probably not. Definitely uh, not. A couple years. Like, one of the World Cups, at the very least. He kind of dragged him to the semifinals. It's either that or, like, the. I mean, even the final, he dragged him there, too. That team yeah. was not great. I right. Mean, it's kind of a, a tribute to his, his genius and his majesty that he they've been there a few times. I think it's like they had Sergio Romero as a like a goal is their starting goalkeeper which who is like not great <laughs> right he's still playing he's like he plays in uh venezia yeah in yeah italy or maybe not anymore maybe they got rid of him but uh he was last year he was, he was playing, there there playing last and year. they uh they were relegated so yeah <laughs> you know these things that's happen. a mean thing to say it's not necessarily his fault it's, no, I mean it's not his fault. Italy's just tough, and Venezia is not a power. They're not like they should be. They're they don't have as much money as a lot of these other clubs. I mean, they have money. They bought a lot of players in the thing, but no, it's more of like they just haven't built the status yet. And they're yeah. like it's they're they're an interesting thing because I think that's like one of those like dormant sort of like stills like kind of waking up sort of thing. Yeah, and they're gonna be great anyway. They have really cool uniforms. They're getting interesting like, uniforms. Yeah, well, uh, interesting is a good way to put it. They have like a lot of different like things going on mm-hmm. in different colors, and it's mm-hmm. it's pretty neat. Yeah, they're green, orange, and black, which is cool, and yeah. white, which I think yeah, you know, with regards yeah. to colors, is just something interesting. They like to put a lot of like gold on stuff. They yeah, do. they're very golden. Yeah, and they have a griffin as their their uh, yeah. badass. They're neat. I I totally can see them kind of. Totally bad. Griffins are dope. Griffins are dope. <laughs> uh, I can see them doing a marketing thing where they where they kind of do the University of Oregon and it's like, well, we got eight jerseys. They're all kind of weird and fun. And then eventually people are like, yo, these are these are cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I think they were. Yeah, they're there. They're doing that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Back to. We were talking Argentina. about Argentina. I think their key will be central midfield and the center backs and making sure that they have the right players in place for that. Um, They're going to be fine. They'll get through the group and then they'll probably go pretty deep as um another they'll do another run i think just because messi will not allow them to right he's not going out in the round of 32 no he's not he's not going right. yeah he's not going out in 16 he's gonna go out he's going out in a semi-final or final he's i think he still has an, enough in him to ensure they make it to the to the There's round a of... real possibility this is this is how lucky argentina could be argentina could win all three of their games and then play france in the round of 16 <laughs> that's how it could go for them yeah yeah, and how baloney is that? France is uh, France is one of those sides. They should be presumptive favorites, right? Or at least one of the three favorites. And there's a chance that they could self-destruct. France does that. I don't know. I mean, I think they'll get out of the group. But yes, no. But the thing is, is you're right. They could just self-destruct and not make it out of the group. They've done that in the past, so. right? Or even get to like the round of round of sixteen, face Argentina, and then they have like a shocker of a game, have a bit of a meltdown. And... I mean, it would be a it would be a rematch. Because that's that happened in the last World Cup in Russia, and yeah. um, Argentina lost four to three. So I mean, it could happen again. I mean, we could see a result that's just the the inverse of that: Argentina four and France three. That's mm. not entirely out of. They don't have Pogba this year. He's hurt. It doesn't matter. I mean, France is like Conte's like thirty four now. I know he doesn't run the same anymore. He's lost a lot of his. So now you're. Juge. 
<laughs> now you're looking kind of at Mbappe and Dembele, right? That's sort of your. I mean, they've got so many players. They got like they could run a B and a C squad, and they'd be in the World Cup right now. It's like that's that's true. There, yeah. Um, but anyway. again, when you when you start talking about depth, I, th- that's Group D. We'll get to France. We'll we'll get to France. Argentina. <laughs> Argentina. Argentina's going to go. I mean, we, we all know that's going to be the case. I, I mean, Martinez right. has been a revelation for them since he played for Arsenal and is like kind of taking his chance and now is playing at Aston Villa and, and just kind of owning all of it. And he's one of the better goalkeepers in the world, too. Like he's he's there. He's like can do it all. He can distribute. He can make great saves. He can organize. He can claim crosses. He can do it all. So I, I mean, for Argentina, it's not a matter of are they getting out of the group stage it's how far do they go in the in the one-offs in the in the knockout rounds right 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 do you have anything anything you want to say about saudi arabia mm-hmm. um they're finishing last <laughs> thanks for coming saudi arabia um i don't know though they're different this year but i i don't know uh, it's gonna be tough. I could they see play, them losing they all every play game. in the same country, yep. and yeah, they made it. That's their ceiling. They might lose every game. They might make it close, but I don't see them lose. I don't see them beating Mexico, Poland, or Argentina. You don't think so? No, I one of those those teams have to make mistakes, mm-hmm. which happens. But those teams have to lose more than Saudi Arabia will beat them. And Saudi Arabia is fine. I mean, they made it out of their uh, out of their group to get to the World Cup, but. I don't think they're of the quality of the other teams in Group C. You don't? I I guess we'll see. I mean, they've always, when they've made it to the World Cup, they've always gone into the group stage and just been really, really poor. Yeah. And so I don't know if this time will be different or not. The thing is, is that they, they, they pay the players so well in Saudi Arabia that I wonder if they struggle because they don't test themselves outside of their own country. They don't go to, to other places and... Yeah, and I wonder if there's an issue with that. But the thing is, is they're going to be kind of in their homeland in a way. They're going to be in their home area. Well, Qatar and Saudi Arabia have a bit of a rivalry. They do, but I think there's going to be, they're going to have a benefit of playing during this time of year. Be, being used to the heat and yeah, the, and they're the gonna climate. Have, they will have an advantage. I don't know if it will be such an advantage that they beat anyone, but I, we let's see what happens there. I just, I think they'll finish last. I mean, it's not, I, I just wonder. Well, I mean, it's Mexico plays at a higher altitude in not the same climate, but not a cold weather climate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's my segue. That's it? We're going to go right to Mexico now? Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything about? else to say about Saudi Arabia. I just, yeah, I don't want to completely dismiss them because they, they're not, I mean, they made it. Yeah. And that could be better. They could say that. To Italy and some other countries that didn't make it. Sweden. Did Sweden make it? No. Sweden didn't make it. That's did true. Norway make it? No. Norway didn't make it. Did, I'm trying to think if there's any other bigger nations that didn't make it. I think those are the big ones. Chile? Did Chile make it? Chile made, didn't make it. It's fair. Paraguay S- didn't make it. Scotland didn't make it. Scotland didn't make it. Ireland didn't make it. Ireland didn't make it. I mean, um, again, thanks for coming, Saudi Arabia. You made it. You were invited to the dance. Uh, I guess, yeah. You could say that. Anyway, let's uh, continue. So, to Mexico. Just before before we talk about Mexico, how much do you actually want to talk about Mexico, and how much do you just want to talk shit about Mexico? I just want to talk about Mexico. I don't like talking shit about teams. 
All right. You can talk shit. It's fine. Yeah, I, I'm I'm I might go there. A little bit. They're, they're an interesting team. They're a team that's um, going through a transition right now, and it's not easy. And they have a manager who has, has had to struggle to get results out of them, but they made it to the World Cup, and that's a big deal. Now, what they do after that is going to be interesting. Um, it, it should be said they came in third in qualifying behind traditional little brother Canada and their arch rival, the United States. Yeah. But the thing is, is that all that matters is that you finish in the top three. That's I mean, true. They cares? made it. Who cares if you win the, the CONCACAF group? You got to win the World Cup. Right. You know, you know it's great for Canada. Canada's going yep. to the World Cup. They're going to be there and they're going to, um, they could surprise teams or they could just, like, they could have just done it in the group. They get to the World Cup and they fall apart. You know, yeah, they, there's they a have lot a, of things that could do, that could happen. There. I think they have a tough group with Belgium and Croatia. But... Yeah, but they, they could cause some they can mix it doesn't they can make noise yeah but it just speaks to the the transition that mexico is in yeah in a way it does they also they had their struggles against teams they weren't expecting and i think you know there's like a youth you know like unlike the united states like in a way unlike the united states it made it with with a kind of a talent drain right now but the thing is, is they still have some excellent players. Like Chucky Lozano is excellent. They've got right. Lainez, who is excellent. They've got guys who can play. Cool. You know, and Ochoa is still there as a goalkeeper. They have some goalkeepers who can still play. I think it's... This is another country that's really interesting because I think Mexico is a country that strangely feels like it should be a lot further along than it is. Like, I feel like there's a lack of development in a way. They have some aging players in key locations. I mean this in like a in a general way like this is a country that's like been soccer mad for decades right and for some reason they haven't made it very deep to a world cup like they haven't made it to like a semi-final or a final or anything and they they like go they're crazy about that sport in mexico yeah you know they they pay a lot of money to people and the thing is is that's another country very much like saudi arabia who who pay their players so much that they don't necessarily want to leave the country which I don't blame right. them for, but there, I think there has to be like I wonder, I wonder if that's sometimes like a hindrance over uh, than a than a help because you know yeah. the United States, like even though the United States, I don't know if they're a better country with regards to club soccer yet. They their players are developing more because they're playing in Europe, and I think overall the team is a little bit better than the Mexican team right now. And I think long term you're starting to see this change and this subtle like kind of I think US club teams were hoping that the shift to dominance over Mexico was gonna be shorter than this. But I think this is gonna be a thing people don't realize this thing is gonna this take these things take a long time. Yeah. Mexico had had teams and clubs developed for decades before the United States and those things don't just happen overnight. Yeah. And it's you're seeing a a shift in the balance of power in Concacaf. Yeah, the United States is bringing the the youngest team to the World Cup. Yeah, one of the youngest. Uh, it's it's their average age is like 23. That's pretty young. And Mexico is probably worse. And I'm bringing this up again because this is these are the teams they measure each other before anything else, like against each other. You know, they measure themselves against each other, Mexico mm-hmm. and the United States. Mm-hmm. And Mexico is coming in older, not quite as good, and with some of their key players, and this is a thing that is happening with the United States as well, but injured. Their their best player has a plate in his head and maybe is never going to be quite the same player again after oh, fracturing his I think Lozano is a better player than Raul Jimenez. Oh, wow. Definitely. Yeah, he's a definite, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Lozano is terrifying. 
when he gets the ball on the wing. He's very good. Like right. I think he's, I mean, Jimenez is a really good player. Don't get me wrong, but I think there's some bias because of his where he plays. He plays in England, so I think yeah. he gets a little bit more pull. But I think Chucky Lozano, I think, is a better player. He's more dangerous. He scores a lot of goals too from the wing. He plays on the wing. He scores a lot of goals from the wing. So, yeah. but they have players i mean all throughout that team they do have players it's not i'm just thinking about you know they for 40 years i mean 40 or 50 years like it feels like they should have a a team that a generation of players or a team that you know has like gotten past some of the similar hurdles that they have and Tata Martino is a good manager. He's not like he's he wanted to. I mean, I wanted an MLS title with Atlanta, of course, but he also like built a system in the way they played. They didn't just like beat teams; they kind of dominated them and destroyed them. He's a disciple of uh, Pep. He's of a Pep. Pep? Yeah, oh, a Pep okay. Guy. I thought he was a uh, who's the mad scientist from Leeds? Um, uh, a Bielsa. He's yeah. part of the Bielsa Pep thing. He followed Pep at. I don't know if he directly followed Pep, but I think he did at um, Barcelona. Gotcha. He's a Barcelona manager. Like he's like got a he's got he's legit, chops, right? You know, he, and he wanted to coach the U.S. men's national team, but they wanted to look in a different direction. And honestly, wanted an American. They wanted an American, which I'm like, man, Tata is the guy. Like if the United States, I wonder if they the U.S. would be further along with Tata as manager than Greg Berhalter. This is a debate for another day, but it, it's, it's a digression. But thing. it it does it does speak to again what's happening with Mexico. Where where is this talent? And and this does happen for teams for nations. The United States had a dead generation, not a dead generation, but a lost generation. Yeah. England actually had a lost generation in between, like, Wayne Rooney and where they are now. Mm, no, but they made a lot of major title runs there. They, like, made it to the Euros and the World Cup. They didn't miss a cycle. Okay. This is, I mean, back, this would be back in, like, the 80s and 90s when England had did have that period, same as France. Like, England, mm. this is when hooliganism had been at its high point and, like, all kinds of things fell apart. And then they were banned from going to Europe. So there was this whole talent drain, and they didn't, um, they actually didn't make it to World Cup 94. And in the 80s, 70s, and 80s, they really struggled to make it to World Cups. France also missed 94, uh, World Cup 94. They struggled at times. I think they really had a, like, a, you know, a drop after Platini retired. Um, in the in the late eighties, early nineties. Anyway, but yeah, no, I think uh, it'll be interesting what happens to Mexico at the next World Cup. Are they at the next the, one? Yeah, I mean the the thing is is that they'll be part of it automatically. But I just wonder what their talent pool will be like because they're part of it. They're part of the the thing. Canada, United States, and Mexico. Yeah. They're all in it. Yeah. So there's like only one Concacaf team going to the World <laughs> Cup. You know, Which I mean, th- that's probably what was going to happen anyway. But it is. I mean, that sucks for Costa Rica and well, they just got to win the group. Hmm? They just got to win the Concacaf group. True. You know, or I wonder though. I I don't know if the next World Cup is the World Cup that they bring more teams in. It might be. I don't know if they're going to forty-eight. Something like that. There is a there is talk. I don't know if that has been confirmed or not. Don't don't quote me on those things. Um, because we're at thirty-two right now. I know they've talked about forty-eight. Yeah. Um. So. Who's in the for you? Who's uh? So who's the player of the group? Who's the player that's most important to the group? I mean, Messi. Aside from Messi, it. I mean, it's got to be Messi or Lewandowski. Uh, Poland goes as far as Lewandowski takes them. Lewandowski is a really important player. I, I will agree with you on that. Yeah. I wonder. To me, I wonder if a guy like Lozano or Guillermo Ochoa would be. Um, Momo Ochoa would be the guy. Um, to me, that could be really important because he has played well in World Cups and has brought them 
further than maybe they belong. And there's something to be said about that. So if he was not in a group with Lionel Messi and Lewandowski, sorry, Lewandowski, I think he has a chance to get them out of it. I still, like, I don't know, man. But it's going to be really hard to keep those guys bottled up. Yeah, I just wonder, I just wonder about that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's the fun thing about the World Cup. You get there, it's a nil-nil game going into the 80th minute, and things are going to happen. And Yeah. It, it world soccer international soccer is entirely different than club soccer because you get chaos right like all it takes is is some weird fluky bounces all of a sudden you're just having a day where none of your shots are, are hitting the mark and you got to beat ochoa who has stood on his head and can you do it i mean you got a few guys in this group who can beat anybody so yeah i wonder too like you got players like christian romero and uh, Alessandro martinez from um, Argentina, who are both excellent defenders. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder, you know, if they're healthy and they're playing well. And you also have like guys like Giovanni Soso and um, Joaquin Correa. They, the thing is, is Argentine national team is now really full, and I just wonder if it's, you know, the central midfield might be the most important area for them. And a guy like Soso yeah. could be. Celso's uh, good. Celso's a good player, but it's gonna be he's gonna be an important piece because if he's able to keep the ball moving from defense to up top, it will be really beneficial for them. Um, so Argentina one, Poland two. I'm saying Argentina one. Pick them. Mm, Do it. Argentina Feel what's one. in your heart. I'm gonna say Argentina one, Mexico two. Ooh, Concacaf, Concacaf solidarity. I right believe. There. Well, hey, you know what's funny? I didn't pick the United States. And the other oh, that's one, true. I picked I picked Wales and England. So I I give, I, give, I guess I'm a Mexico. Give, lover. give me your give me your passport. Like, you're, give me you're my done. US passport. <laughs> take my US passport. You know, it's interesting. I just wonder. I just wonder if that Polish team has enough. And it really comes down. I think that Poland Mexico game is the game of the, the I, of that group because whoever wins that game or how that game goes is it will determine who gets out of I, that group. A draw is borderline disastrous for both of them. <laughs> In a way, but I think maybe if Poland, like Poland, will score more goals against Saudi Arabia than Mexico will. That's true. So it really, it, it's well, yeah. we could go into the final game of the group where Poland has to absolutely put them to the sword. Yeah, and Saudi like Arabia is yeah. just like no. <laughs> and like they, it is, yeah, they, they, and it's two yeah. nil, and and They're they don't out. go through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which would be which would be fun. God, ah, God, I would love that. Hello, this is Nate, head editor of 141 Studios, and these guys sent me this audio file with no outro, so this is what you're going to have for your outro. Surprise! It's me! But you know what? That's good enough. You've been listening to our coverage of World Cup Group C, and we hope to see you guys around for coverage of Group D next time. See you guys there. Bye bye